Are you a nurse polymath? Do you think polymaths do mathematics? Well, they don't, and you may very well be one yourself. So let's get together and talk about nurse polymaths here on episode 76 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Nurse Keith Show. Yes, this is episode 76. I can't believe it. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation, and thanks for tuning in. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. This episode of The Nurse Keith Show is sponsored by my good friends over at Staff Garden, a digital healthcare company that connects nurses with high-quality employers around the United States through their private, secure online e-portfolio. I myself have an e-portfolio, and there's really no reason for you not to sign up at staffgarden.com forward slash nursekeith. It's a great place to keep all of your documents about your nursing certifications, your licenses, etc. And it's a great place to connect with employers that you're not going to connect with otherwise for opportunities that aren't advertised anywhere else. I thank my friends at Staff Garden for their generous support. I'm a member of the ProMed Network of Healthcare Podcasts at promednetwork.com, and I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Nurse Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, Kevin Ross and the Innovative Nurse Show, and Elizabeth Scala and her Your Next Shift podcast. More podcasts coming to you from the Pulse Media Network in 2017, so stay tuned. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, etc. And if you want to find the show notes for this episode, they are easy to find at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 76. And here's another fun fact about me. When I was 21 years old in 1985, I bought a one-way ticket to London, flew to London, and then hitchhiked around Europe and the Middle East for about 12 months. Had a very interesting time, very formative year in my early adulthood. And um, I've loved going back to Europe regularly ever since. So just another snippet about the life of Nurse Keith. Anyway, I'm thrilled you're here, and I want to dig right into today's topic. So folks, nurses, as all of you know, need to know a lot of things. You might need to know about, of course, anatomy and physiology, pathophys, pharmacology, microbiology, human growth and development. You need to have good communication skills. You need to know how to read and maybe conduct research. You need to know how to interpret biostatistics or maybe conduct research in biostatistics. And here on episode 76, I'm talking about the power and influence of nurse polymaths based on a blog post that I published at Digital Doorway on September 26th, 2016. That blog post is linked in the show notes and it was entitled The Polymath Nurse. And you know what? I wanted to write about polymaths and I was just feeling that it's too juicy a subject to not do a companion podcast episode for. So that's why episode 76 is all about nurse polymaths. So on the show notes, I did a direct quote from Wikipedia 
which defines a polymath as a person whose expertise spans a significant number of different subject areas. Such a person is known to draw on complex bodies of knowledge to solve specific problems. And Merriam-Webster online, which I also link in the show notes, says a polymath is someone who knows a lot about many different things. So that might actually sound like you, or it might sound like a nurse that you know, or a doctor that you know, or a physical therapist or someone else. A polymath is just a person who knows a lot about a lot of subjects. They might not be expert in every subject, but they have a fairly encyclopedic knowledge of a certain body of information. So my go-to example of a polymath is none other than, drumroll please, Leonardo da Vinci. Ding, ding, ding. He was a painter. He was an inventor, a scientist, a mathematician, an engineer, a writer. Some people feel that he actually started and sprouted the practice of and the science of paleontology. So he's more than a cool mutant ninja turtle. He's a symbol of what's referred to often as a renaissance man, which some people now refer to as a renaissance person because there's lots of women out there who are renaissance souls and polymaths themselves. So polymaths, if you think about Leonardo, for instance, they can move society forward in pretty powerful ways. They can move culture forward in powerful ways because some of them, especially the ones who are famous and have a lot of influence on many, many people, they can really exert that influence on many different disciplines in human society. So some of you are probably scratching your heads thinking, do I need to turn this podcast off or do polymaths really have something to do with nursing? So I want you to indulge me because I think this is kind of a cool concept and some of you might be inspired to actually consciously nurture your inner nurse polymath. You know, There might be some polymaths out there, there probably are, who are really good at math, but it really has nothing to do with mathematics at all. So I consider myself somewhat of a polymath, and I'm really bad at math. I'm pretty good at, you know, adding and subtracting and multiplication, etc., but hand me some quadratic equations, and I'd probably rather go have a gin and tonic and watch Netflix. But for nurses out there, you do need to know a heck of a lot of things. So many people might think of nurses as pill pushers. We hang IVs. We hold people's hands when they're dying. We put on band-aids and whatnot, whatever the public thinks about nurses. But in my blog post, I talk about how nurses' jobs are super complex and they call for very, very broad knowledge. And here's one example I give in the blog post. So Let's say you work in an ICU or a CCU or a busy med surge telemetry or step-down unit. You have very medically complex patients, and when you pull the camera back, when you take the 10,000-foot view of your patients, examine their lives from a very holistic viewpoint, you can see that your patients' lives are very, very complicated and multifaceted outside of the hospital bed. You might only see a slice of their life there and only get to know them slightly, but these people are complex human beings. If you have a patient with multiple comorbidities, maybe layered on top of that, they have addiction, mental illness, post-traumatic stress disorder, 
brain injuries, TBIs, etc. Taking care of them is a tricky business, as most of you know. You need a lot of tact, you need sensitivity, you need compassion. You also need to be able to understand and empathize with many, many aspects of their lives, not just the wound that's in front of you, not just the failing kidneys, folks, but you know as well as I do, you need to be able to relate to them on a human level and on many, many different facets of what their life is all about. So if you think about your patients, socioeconomics affects their lives very deeply, also affects how they're able or not able to take care of themselves, education and educational levels, and their access to education, and lots of other factors that collude to complicate their medical care, sometimes prevent their medical care, or make medical follow-up very, very difficult, if not impossible. So the astute nurse needs to address their meds. They need to address the IV pumps, the symptom management, the multidisciplinary collaboration. But there's a lot more to our patients and our clients than meets the eye. So in my area of nursing specialty in home health, nurses sometimes have to act as plumbers, carpenters, clinicians, family counselors, therapists, priests, rabbis. We do a lot of different things in the nursing specialty of home health and also in hospice. I've been in a patient's home doing home health and I've had to go under the sink and unclog the sink for my 95-year-old patient who can't afford to call a plumber. I've changed batteries in appliances. I've fixed appliances. I've done all sorts of things for my patients. So not that that takes any certain level of genius, but it takes an ability to have a certain amount of knowledge and also a willingness to go a little bit above and beyond and call on your other skills and knowledge to be able to serve and help your patients and clients. So what's helpful about being a polymath as a nurse clinician or a nurse educator a nursing professor, a researcher, whatever it is. So I think of a nurse polymath as a clinician who approaches patient care or approaches a problem in research or education with eyes wide open. They look at the nursing process, they look at the problem in front of them, and their curiosity is in high alert. Now remember that Wikipedia definition And the Merriam-Webster definition both say something related to the fact that a polymath can draw on their complex bodies of knowledge to solve specific problems. And that's the point I'm trying to get over to you here, folks. So a polymath nurse might read voraciously, and I'm not saying reading just nursing journals and medical websites. I mean, a nurse polymath might read about economics, culture, society, movies, art, television, anything that draws, calls, and deserves their attention. And that breadth of knowledge and exposure to different aspects of society can help you relate to your patients. And if we look at nurse entrepreneurs, lots of nurse entrepreneurs and business people are polymaths by nature. So an entrepreneur polymath might take a really deep dive into learning how to navigate social media. They might become an expert in building websites, learning WordPress, doing their own accounting and bookkeeping. They might study emotional intelligence or create an app for their business. They might write a series of books. They might write for magazines and journals and websites. The polymath nurse entrepreneur 
doesn't necessarily become a master of everything and a novice at other things. A polymath knows that they need to be proficient in certain things. They need to be conversant with certain types of knowledge and data and skills and have a natural curiosity that propels them to learn more when they need to learn more. So a polymath is open to just-in-time learning. Oh, I don't know how to use that IV pump. I'm going to learn how to do it. Oh, this EMR is really new to me. I'm just going to teach myself and figure out how to do it. So nurse polymaths understand the currents moving through culture, through society, through healthcare in the 21st century, and they're ready. They're ready and curious and able to absorb what they need to absorb to accomplish the job at hand. And I want to make sure you understand, I'm not saying that polymathism is just about intellectual information and stuffing information into the hardware of your brain. No, that's not really how it works. Polymathism isn't just about intellectual prowess. There are different forms of intelligence, and I'm probably going to do an episode of The Nurse Key Show about emotional intelligence, your EQ, because your EQ is just as important as your IQ, if not more important. So one nurse might be an intellectual powerhouse, and another nurse might not be so intellectually astute or geared towards that kind of learning But that person might be incredibly empathic, incredibly intuitive, and emotionally intelligent to a level that the intellectual nurse can't really understand. So there are deep powers of empathy and deep powers of intellectual acuity, and they're both just as important, my friends. So I want to take a pause for the cause again and thank our generous sponsor at staffgarden.com forward slash Nurse Keith. They're a digital healthcare company. They create powerful partnerships with recruiters from some of the most progressive healthcare employers in the country. So when you're a nurse, you sign up at staffgarden.com forward slash Nurse Keith, create your online e-portfolio, fill out all of your history, all of your information. You can upload your basic life support and ACLS cards. You can upload all your certificates and all your documents to have them safe in one protected cloud-based storage. And your e-portfolio will then be shared with employers that you choose to have StaffGuard and share them with. So there's really no reason to not sign up at staffgarden.com forward slash nurse Keith. So just head over to that link and I encourage you to utilize Staff Garden to find some amazing nursing opportunities that you're not going to find anywhere else. Meanwhile, let's get back to the task at hand here and talk about the curse of the polymath. We've heard that a jack of all trades ends up being a master of none or a jill of all trades. That's sometimes called being a generalist. You know a little bit about a little bit of everything. And that can cause one to lose the power of focus on one area of expertise. And so polymathism can seem like to some people an ADHD nightmare where their brain is just all over the place, firing on all cylinders at all time. But like I said in my blog post, and I quote, Leonardo obviously didn't know everything. Granted, he lived in a much less complex time, but there were certainly areas of life and society that his intellect didn't want to conquer or didn't aspire to conquer. Still, 
Some of us have probably known people who worked hard to be well-read and erudite, but who maybe sometimes seemed lost in their minds and couldn't even relate to people. So a polymath might end up being very intellectually developed, but slightly removed from others socially. Or you might find a polymath who's very emotionally intelligent and intellectually strong and who can relate to people and have a very well-rounded view of the world and a well-rounded mind. So what I want to talk about here is balanced polymathism in nurses. Balance is true for anything. We need balance in our diet. We need balance of our acid base in our bodies. We need balance of our fluid and our electrolytes in our bodies. We need a balance in our areas of expertise so that when you dive in with creativity and enthusiasm, you dive into the areas that make sense to you and work for you, and some things you're just going to choose not to learn. I'll use myself as an example. I am really good at writing, podcasting, blogging, social media. I'm a good coach. I'm a good nurse. I'm not an expert nurse in any particular area at this point in my career. And there's a couple other areas where I have some strengths. I know a fair amount about art, about literature, about music and movies. But like I said, put me in front of a quadratic equation and I'm going to just pour myself a gin and tonic and watch Netflix, like I said earlier. Or ask me to do my own accounting and bookkeeping. Ask me to solve complex issues with computers or technology. Ask me to build a website. These are things I generally pay other people to do for me because I can't know anything. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I can't know everything. And when I was a homeowner, I'm a renter now, but when I was a homeowner, I hired out for just about everything that had to be done in the house because I wasn't and still am not terribly handy. So fixing things is not really my strong point. So I'm a polymath who doesn't do plumbing. I don't do carpentry. I don't do windows and I don't code or build websites, but I have a fair amount of things that I'm pretty good at. So balanced polymathism, it can serve you nurses in many, many ways. If you want to be well-rounded, if you want to have an intellect and a emotional life and a view on culture and society that takes everything into consideration, polymathism is a way to urge yourself, to encourage and cajole yourself to be curious. Go out there and be curious, folks. So you might end up subscribing to a political magazine that really speaks to your political thoughts and you really want to learn about how culture and society and the political structure and government works. And that might help you understand the socioeconomic challenges of your patients, for instance. You might enjoy reading about healthcare and healthcare administration. That might become an area of great expertise for you. Or you might be a culture maven and you love reading about film and movies and art and literature and dance and theater, and you may work with some patients or colleagues who also have those interests, and those interests build human bridges between you and other people. When you understand art and literature and movies, those do reflect life, and life is also reflected in culture. So that also helps you to understand other people, to understand things happening in society and around the world. So polymathism isn't just about accumulating information and knowledge for information and knowledge's sake. It's about 
coming out of the closet to spread your wings, read your books, read your magazines, watch your movies, expand your knowledge, read the research that calls to you, and find the areas of knowledge and information and experience that speak to you. Part of your polymathism might be being able to fix a car, to do your own oil changes and tune-ups, to fix your bicycle and change the brakes on your bicycle when they wear out. Polymathism can involve many things, not just knowledge, but also skills and things you can do with your hands. Folks, I hope this notion of the polymath hasn't turned some of you off. And again, it doesn't have to do anything with mathematics if you don't want to. What I think I want the takeaway from this episode to be is that you can choose the areas of life and culture and society and healthcare and everything else that you want to be expert or relatively expert or proficient in. You don't have to feel less than when someone else knows more about some things than you do, because if you get, let's say, 10 nurses together, say all of them are polymaths, all of them have multiple interests, some will overlap, some will be quite different, and if you take those 10 brains and put them together, they are an amazing powerhouse. They are a collective genius of information, skills, knowledge, and ideas and beliefs. So my friends, think about that. Consider the ways in which you are a polymath or other people you know are polymaths. How are those people special? How do they influence others? What kind of powers and influence do they have? What are the benefits And what are some of the drawbacks of having that vast amount of knowledge stored in that brain of yours or stored in the brain of someone who you know and love and respect? So folks, there you have it. A little diatribe from Nurse Keith about nurse polymaths. I really appreciate you listening to the show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered. Maybe you're going to go out to the library and get some books and start reading about something you really love. And I encourage you to use this to inspire you to learn, to branch out, to be a more well-rounded person, to be more well-read, to really understand more about the human condition and human life on this planet as we know it. Again, my thanks to the good folks at staffgarden.com forward slash Nurse Keith. Please head over to Staff Garden now and complete your free, totally secure online e-portfolio. The Nurse Keith Show is handily edited and produced by the amazing Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com and thepodcastinggroup.com. Social media and promotion are handled by the wonderful Mark Cappiespeason. Mark and Tim, thanks for being part of my team. Y'all are wonderful. I couldn't do what I do without you. If you're moved to, please head over to iTunes, leave a rating and review of the show. It helps more people find The Nurse Keith Show. Find me on Twitter at Nurse Keith. Facebook, Nurse Keith Coaching, Instagram, Nurse Keith Coaching. And please consider signing up for my very fun and informative newsletter at nursekeith.com. It comes out every two weeks, lots of goodies in there, stuff you're not going to find anywhere else, especially personal reflections from me every couple weeks, just telling you where I'm at and how I'm looking at the world. I also share a special resource with my readers of the newsletter every two weeks, podcasts, jokes, cartoons, whatever's on my mind. So sign up over there and I don't think you'll regret it. I want you to stay positive, 
care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying, more fun, more well-rounded, and maybe more knowledgeable than you ever imagined. Be well, folks. Dig deep. Thanks for listening to episode 76, and keep in touch. 